So it's the first recording for the year 2021. This uh, recording should have actually gone in the year 2020 for the last record, but um, network here and there and some other unforeseen circumstances, I'm very sure someone understood what I'm saying, um, could, couldn't allow, so we have to move it to the new year. Um, welcome all of our listeners uh, to the first episode of the MPFL Toyo podcast uh, for the year 2021. Um, I just want to thank you so much for always taking time to listen to the podcast in the year 2020. Your listens have been a real motivation to keep the podcast going and I can't just thank you enough. And on this episode of the podcast, I want to use one stool to kill two birds. Um, since um, the match day one fixtures of the MPFL are stretched into the week, we could do a review of the match day one and talk about um, what to expect on match day two. And finally, after nine months, we're seeing the MPFL um, back in action uh, after that coronavirus break that we had since March, PFL is back uh, to action. December was really great to see um, actions, interesting, centralizing football played in the MPFL. And of course, we saw three games on TV, and if you use the app on the um, MPFL.tv app as well. Uh, but then, before I go on with um, the MPFL match they want review, let me quickly introduce my guest on. Um, the po- episode of the podcast today, he will actually introduce himself. He will tell us the clubs that he supports and probably the one that he does not really like so much in the MPFL. So you have the flow. Uh, all right, good day, everyone. Uh, it's good to be here on the podcast today. I think it's my first uh, episode on the podcast with you. Uh, my name is Sam Shazikazno. Ask Sammy on the I'm on Twitter. Join us with me on TV and call it for yeah, it's about everything in um, the MPFL. I'm really interested to hear that. And before we leave, I love Chelsea and I detest Arsenal and Manchester United. So let's go that way. It's good to do the podcast today. Imagine, you talk about MPFL, you have to go and bring Chelsea and Arsenal to this issue. This is unfair. <laughs> this is so unfair. I just have to do it for the people who have um, to know what's going on in the other team. Uh, oh, yeah. It's because I'm an Arsenal fan. That's why you're doing that. Don't worry. I will catch you. We'll, we'll, we'll catch ourselves on Twitter. Don't worry. Well, <laughs> away from that, I'm, I'm very sure you guys know that um, Sami is an MFM FC fan. And probably we should start our review from MFM FC. Uh, they actually got a win in the first uh, week of the MPFL against Woody Wolves, the first time they're building the Seasiders in five attempts. Uh, it's really interesting to see uh, that every season Woody Wolves, um, MFMSA rather, uh, starts on a good note, trying to get victory. Last season they started away from home, got victories, two victories back to back away from home. And now this season as well, um, they got uh, that win, that much needed win against Woody Wolves. How would you rate MFMSA's performance in that game? It was a good start. They were not playing. Mori was also came um, going crazy in that one, and it was a it was a fierce encounter. But I'm really really glad that um, we could start the season with three points. Uh, last season was similar. So after taking up two victories, we went on a series of draws, and then at some point it was like we were having the best away form in the league. Uh, started the season in a similar fashion, picking up that victory. Uh, I'm re- I'm really really happy for the lads. 
a lot of work has gone into it. It's kept a bunk, uh, a bulk of the squad, of the squad. About 90% of the squad are still together. So I believe the communication and the understanding is still there. And that must have played a very big part in and So the Bullets side are picking uh, maximum points. It's really a good start. So I'm very happy and I'm impressed about the performance. Well, yes, a very good start from FM, MFM FC in that game. The game ended two goals to one in favor of the Olukoya boys. For the um, Oluwo side, they didn't play badly as they actually had chances to equalize or even get a match winner in that game, but they were wistful in front of goal. So um, Evans or his team needs to go back to the drawing board and get uh, the attacking line uh, straight ahead of week two of the MPF. Let's talk about another game that went down on Sunday. About six matches went down on Sunday in match day one and we had um, four other matches played during the week so we're still talking about the matches that went down on Sunday. Makalo Pillars uh, went um, away to uh, Gombe to play one wonder with uh, Matabao United. Kano Pillars uh, have the um, well, I said the legendary legs of um, Rabiu Ali. He actually got the goal for them but um, it wasn't enough for them to get three points in that game. When you have the presence of uh... A man who is part a legend, a man who uh, the home base, the home fans are called um, Pele in the squad. You know that uh, at any point in time, he can spring up and do some magic. So, yeah, he got the first goal for Canopolis. A lot of people would have predicted before that game that Canopolis should be running away with maximum points in his home base. But um, Adamo United, quite rightly, they rallied back. Uh, it, it was uh, it's not gonna, it's definitely not easy. We're not going to see the game, so it's quite difficult to discuss on how to play. They went to go down and they rallied back and got an equalizer. A point is good for them in the start of the season to a, uh, a club like Canopilas. So Canopilas will be expecting maximum points. But at the moment, they shouldn't be disappointed in the start of the season. I believe it can only get better for them. But probably in one play in the season, in Canopilas, I just think. He deserves all the praises he can get at this point. He's a very, very amazing player. Scoring about 10 goals in every season, if I'm not mistaken. What a fantastic player he is. Well, Rabbi Ali is actually playing in his 10th season of the MPFL. Uh, he's really a legend of the league. And I think uh, very soon he should actually even be the face of the league. Adamao United on the other hand, I think um, the fact that they got Landon Boso, who is very experienced and when it comes to local league, is actually telling because um, if you compare this season already with last season, um, this sort of game, they will have lost it to Canopilas, but now they got they got a, a point from the game uh, which shows uh, that they are actually uh, doing very well with London Boso. Let's talk about Nasara United, a team that uh, I feel everyone should be watching for this season. They won all of their um, friendly matches in pre-season, scored a high number of goals. And on Sunday as well, they came back from a goal down to defeat Wiki Torres, who recruited very well in the transfer market by two goals to one. Um, Ruben Nicodemus scoring a brace, the first brace of the MPFL in that game as well. Okay, interesting result for National United. Uh, they came from the goal down to, to do this. Uh, it's quite interesting to see uh, Natural United is a, is a club that uh, I like to you know, follow a little bit just because of, I have a friend there. I have a friend, uh, Adam, Adam Stacey, and he's been a couple of times and he's a Natural United uh, supporter and he also has a good relationship with the player and the team as well. So I'm always looking forward to the performance because I know that whenever they don't perform well, I can always go into the game you know, and attack him a little bit. But coming from behind, I think the mentality of the club has to be praised. The mentality of the young man, uh, with the Nicodemus, who got the brace for them, actually has to be 
throw a because it was a magnificent game for them coming from behind to 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 win that one two one. Uh, talk about the fact that I'm really interested in the fact that uh, two on the twenty boys got the three goals in that game. Uh, the, the, what was the name? Uh, the promise from promise um, and then promise the man from Mikito. Yeah, Ruben also getting uh, a great, so the fantastic result for Nasha. It's just way to talk about the three points that will be good away to go well, Promise actually got that goal in the fifth minute for um, Wiki Tourist before uh, Ruben got an equalizer in the seventh and scored the match winner in the 52nd minute. And Promise thought he actually scored the first goal of the MPS season already in the fifth minute. But um, somebody from Ashland actually had other ideas on Monday. We'll talk about that game shortly. And before we go, let's talk about FC Ifaumba. I will defeated Kabiru Dogos. Um, Lovi says at home, at, in a way by a long go, I had um, fought um, a victory if you ask me for FC Fireball. Yes, had fought a victory indeed for, the, for them. They were at home in that game and FC Fireball is another team that I sort of have talked for ever since uh, they, they, they came into the league fully, you know, especially from the period where they had their uh, the Cup finals to play in Lagos. 2016-2016 period. Uh, I really loved them at the period they had the, after everything the Brazilian as the manager and a couple of other Brazilian players. You know, they, they, they were really the fans of all eyes and many people just wanted to see what they would do. Uh, since then, they've been a club that I have a little soft spot for. Um, picking one new victory against the Kabiru Dogu's side. Kabiru Dogu is another, another manager that uh, is quite known in the NPFL. So, uh, a one new victory, yes, it's hard for but it's three points uh, as far as they're concerned. It's a good way to start the season. Well, let's see if I remember, I actually lost uh, uh, quite a number of players in the transfer window, uh, but then they're able to get three points against Lobista. Talking about um, losing a club that lost players in the transfer window, Sunshine Stars is another club that sold most of their starting level from last season. And they got a new coach this is Dr. Bwenga Okumbote, but he could not lead the team at a victory at Chikawa. Chikawa Golden Stars defeated them by a long goal in that game. Do you think Sunshine Stars will try to get something out of this season? They've lost most of their key players from last season, Jide Fatoko, um, um, uh, Anthony Omaka, a lot of big players that they've lost, and also as uh, the fact that they are in financial crisis. Do you think uh, they can bring something out of this season? Well, not the kind of start to the season the social stars would have put there. Uh, not the result that we would have predicted if I was to predict that game, but um, Benga Ogumbote would be gutted at that performance. The fact that uh, he is a veteran also in uh, the professional Nigerian professional football league. All the crisis surrounding the club, the swell of the players. I just see they will end up as a mid table team this season also, uh, within the 8 to 12 position. Really speaking. That's, that's where I see them forming at the end of this season. They will pull out some decent results in the course of the season. Uh, they also have some surprising defeats. But um, all in all, this victory was very, very good. Take nothing away from Chigao Gunifat. It, it was a very, very good one for them because a lot of people who would have written them off that season, they were nowhere to be found. They would have probably gotten relegated if the season had been completed. So, uh, Nonetheless, it's a good way to start for them. But Benga would definitely, definitely going to rally around his points and uh, get them up to speed with the next game. We should be in the next game, coming out with different performance. We're talking about a coach that actually needs to rally around around his players right now. Who will have to my cover? 
uh, is team fresh out of the CAF Champions League. Uh, controversially, if you ask me, in Simba FC of Tanzania. But now, on March the 1 of the MPFL, uh, they lost at home by two goals to nothing. Also, you might want to say, Quara United is one of the teams right now that looks solid in the MPFL, considering the fact that they recruited very well during the transfer period. But 2-0 against Plachy United in Jobs, I don't think anyone expected that. Absolutely, absolutely. Not the kind of result anyone would have seen. I mean, not the kind of result anybody would have predicted. Uh, I think if you give everybody three options to predict the outcomes, give the journalists three chances to predict the outcome of this, none of them will predict the power in that game, let alone the two that are just scoring a goal in that game. For me, I just think uh, the mentality in the side of Quarry United at the moment seems like it is high at the moment because uh, uh, to go to just and score two goals and prevent the two United the home side from scoring one, I think that says a lot about what is going on in the team. They, they recruited very well. Uh, some of the signings did not get to play, especially the Brazilian, that everybody is looking forward to, you know. Everybody's ready with it to say, okay, what's he going to do? What's he going to do? How's it? We, we've seen the club bring Brazilians to the team before. It's not like they won the league or anything. So let's see how this will be. But for me, I have to encourage the mentality of fire. So they'll be at home in the next game. So this is very good uh, to aim back. This is another key fixture that I'm going to be looking forward to in game three. But for Pacific United, to my cover, we really get back to the game four, all through the season period. South Cup Champions League, and now they're here. It's not a good start for the season. Very terrible for City United. Well, uh, Plutch United will be hoping to get things right in uh, in their cup side. Um, reports um, saying they have internet crisis. We'll talk about that after as the review of the match day one result. This is still the MPFL Three podcast, and we're reviewing our results from the match day one of the MPFL 2021. A season. Let's talk about the games that we played during the week. We had two games on Monday. Um, let's start with the one um, in Dora, um, Casino State, where Casino United defeated Atlanta of Awewe by three goals to two. Uh, if you remember, I mentioned earlier that the player from Atlanta FC um, scored the fastest goal of the season already. Right, Oyeti Kachi scored that goal in the second minute um, for Atlanta FC against Casino United and. Uh, and the interesting thing is that um, we scored three goals scored in the match in the last 10 minutes. Kachina United um, came up tops at the end of the day at 3-2 in that five goals thriller. And I just feel that Kachina United, uh, I think they recruited well. The particular player that was exciting to watch last season, Samuel Kalu, who played for FC Fanba, um, is currently in their fold and he actually even got the match winner for them. Well, for me, I think um, this game is really sad. Welcome back to the MTFO, the drama, it is there. At any point in time, anything can happen. Things can score goals at any point in time. You really cannot predict some kind of things that happens in the uh, MTFO. Hatland getting the goal first in that game, which was uh, the fastest goal. You know, at some point, we thought it was the biggest goal, which was the fastest, anything. And then later, we thought it was Damala probably. Yeah. That's uh, that, that, that because we, we did not have these particular games on TV. In fact, the MFM game was live on an MPFL radio. Of course, the MPFL insider too. That is why we were able to know the um, result quite early. So, the fastest goal, I was really happy for Fidelita, our former coach. You know? I, I wished him well since the left and I really wish uh, he could turn the title in Hartland. It was a very well for him in Hartland. 
Bocacina, il était comme va qui score deux uh, goals late in the game and uh, still the future at the end as well. A lot of people who are not anti-Rosic um, who, who feel like maybe Bocacina uh, instead robbed them. But if they did, you know, would have heard stories about it. We already hear how uh, the record did this, the record did that. But it was a victory that was convincing. There's no story of um, anybody cheating. So I, I'm really impressed with Casino United. A good victory for them. Three goals, three points. Uh, and to the player who scored the second brace of the season, well, the race for the Golden Boots is already on. Well, talking about um, the race for the Golden Boots, um, three goals which I scored in the last minutes of that game, and it shows the strikers are not yet to joke this season. Um, one was scored in the 88th minute, one was scored in the 82nd minute, and the last one was scored in 90 plus 3. It shows that um, all the strikers are actually fired from all cylinders at this season. Talking about drama, Sami, uh, the Aqua United strikers actually gave much drama to watch in Uyo on, uh, <laughs> on, on Monday. And because uh, despite having all of the chances to score, despite dominating the game for 90 minutes, they couldn't just find the back of the net. And it is just really sad that um, despite the fact that they have in the pre-game Ethiung, who was one of the highest goal scorers from last season with 11 goals, um, Arok, one of the strikers as well, got about um, 7 or 8 goals if I'm not mistaken right now. You expect them to actually get um, goals into the back of the net for the fact that they even have an Ufon um, Udo, who is one of the leading goal scorers in the FPL, but also in that squad. It's just amazing to see that they couldn't find the back of the net. If I was the manager of Aqua United, I would be absolutely shattered. I would be absolutely caught at that game because they had all the chances, like you said, all the chances in the world to put a game to bed. We saw the game live and chance after chance after chance. There was just no way for them at some point. The formula had to be taken off. Uh, uh, and they, they had a lot of... They have attacking powers. They have a lot of players that can give them the options on attack. But it was not just a day. I think credit has to be given to the new coach, uh, the coach of Dakara uh, that Dalai Yeah, Dalai yeah, was just recently on field, about four days to the start of the season. He barely had no time to put this squad together, to try and understand them. But he went and played against an Aqua United side that has been prepared for a long time, and they picked up a point. It's quite a worry of note that um, teams are playing at home. Just for the sake of formality, uh, one thing one has to be home and away. You know, but um, the interesting thing is they picked up a point. So for Dakara, it's a very, very important and a very good point. For Aqua United, they, will, they should be going back to work on their finishing because if they take it into the next game, uh, they, they might ruin their chances and it might just affect them going forward into the season. Well, I think it's really a massive point for Dakar FC. Don't forget, as they defeated Aqua United last season in this Rio derby, and this time around they're getting a point again against their local rivals. So um, they really know how to undo their local rivals and when they meet. And let's talk about the Tuesday game, as that's the Abia derby between Aimba and Abia Warriors. At the end of the day, um, Saman Kadiri's penalty was a different. Uh, in that game, Imama Makbakabo will be looking at that game and saying, uh, what was our mistake in that game? But I, I feel it wasn't a bad outcome for them, uh, probably because just playing against a more quality Ayimba. Uh, the results ended in one goal um, in favor of Ayimba. And at the end of the day, Fatayo Shaw actually um, was the first coach of Ayimba to win three um, Abia Davis back to back and also uh, make Ayimba continue that good run of form. 
in the Abiyadabi. So why Imama will be looking at what went wrong in that game, but I also will be looking at what they did right. However, they will be concentrating on what they did wrong, really how Merrick came, because going forward now, they need to go and overturn the three-leg, three-new defeat deficit that we have against them, how Merrick, but this time there's going to be a hope. So for Patayosho, I think he came out more tactically supreme uh, over Imama in that game. We, we saw some changes in um, formation in the course of the game. But it's also very good that Ava sold some quality players from the sports. Players who have been with them for a long time. So it's quite wonderful how they've been able to manage the absence of those players and then bring in the older ones. Uh, it's worthy of note that um, even Cyril or Rissema that we expected. Cyril was not even fantastic in that game. He was, was average, was average for me. We didn't see the Cyril that we were looking for. But one way or the other, the Samad Kahir penalty and a host of other chances that Ava created. Because Ava was the dominant side in that game. So it was a deserved three points for Fatal Shuzman. Uh, going forward, they will be looking at what they need to do to defeat the Quarry United side that picked up the score two goals and picked up maximum three points in just for Imama, well, he's only just started. He praised the voice. He said uh, losing 1-0 just to uh, Aimba is not something that they should cry about, but they've just started. They've lost, they've they signed a, a couple of players, a lot of players actually, about uh, how many now? 11? They signed a lot of players, so they'll be looking forward to putting them together to chill. Uh, it's a very good season for it. Their world also. Well, the last game of the um, match they won uh, was between Ayimba and, um, sorry, Rivers United and Enugu Rangers International. Rangers International uh, lost that game by Elon Go, a game that has seen the home side always getting the victory. Either of the team, anytime they are at home, they always get that victory. At least the Rivers United uh, also did the needful getting that long, uh, victory, long goal victory against uh, Rangers International. Um, uh, Rivers United. Away to Blue from Town Celtics, they've defeated them by two goals now in the Cup Confederations Cup. Coming back into the NPFL, uh, that confidence was still there and they got all three points. Uh, well, we saw Sally Philippe on the third time once again in the NPFL after the drama that rocked his career at some point last year. But Sally Gumas, boy, the God, you know, how good I was really fantastic in that game. I think he was all over the Rangers are defense is worthy of me. Uh, picking up all three points in that game. It's very good for them. They are high flying at the moment. Those who South Africa, the great and blue to Celtic, and now they, they will be playing with So they're in good form. They're in rich vein of form at the moment. For Rangers, they will just need to go back and get their acts together. Uh, I see Rangers also, I see Rangers finishing in the top five. Or worse, top six. Well, top five, let's say. This season. It was a good game we saw on TV, which is something that really interests me. The, the opportunity of watching these games and seeing how they unfold. I think one, one thing we have not mentioned is the fact that we need to give kudos to the referees that officiated these games this week. There was no drama, they were absolutely professional. Even the lady who officiated the, um, is it the ABA game now? Yeah. The Afai Bomb Derby. That's why from there, yeah, she was really fantastic. All of them were commanding, and it's one of note that there has been no negative, there was no negative drama in the first game of the um, league, and it was very, very, very impressive. For Rivers United, it's going to start the season. 
We're talking about referees. That referee that you were talking about uh, that um, officiated the match between Dakota FC and Aqua United is actually a patient Madhu. Uh, she's a FIFA-batched referee, and um, I think all the referees had a fun all through the match. There were no controversies. I was in Agege Soccer Temple. I saw the MFM uh, Wolves uh, match. And the referee was just a joy to watch. I, I controlled the game massively, no controversies, no wrong calls. And I think they just had a good game all through uh, the weekend. Um, we'll hear from um, MFM FC's coach, Tony Bolus, um, and the Wolves coach, talking about Evans Ogeyi. And also, um, we hear from Tony Bolus when uh, I say it is actually great to have the MPFL uh, back in action uh, on match at day one. Very happy, very, very happy. Eight months is a very long time to see that. Kudos to the LNC. Um, the thing is this. It's our plan. We take the first 20 minutes. We get what we want. The plan works out. Ball is an unpredicted game. I want to repeat myself again. They are lucky to take their feet, their chances, and they are wrong. You understand? So, they are sort of putting the game today. Because just like you rightly said, I have never lost. Last year I was running away with the winner. I think they will tell you about this. Come here with Lubia, come here with Lubia, and go. Everything is beautiful. But it's just that we didn't take our chances. Let's quickly talk about some um, reports, some news that came out of match day one regarding Plachi United. Uh, like I said earlier, they kind of have some internal crises, and now as they've come out to say that, that they've slashed um, players and coaches' salary to us until they start getting the results that they want from the team. As the general manager, I came to um, accept that according to the statement released on their social media and on Monday. Though um, Dela Jiboya has come out to say that um, general, manager, man, the general manager was misquoted by the media, but it's still the same old story in the MPSL. So, the first three games, I think uh, the bad form uh, runs to three games now, and they've not been able to score a goal, mistaken. And suddenly, all the players are placed on half salary. Uh, in the Nigerian perspective, it looks like the normal managerial action to take. From professional point of view, it's very, very happening and doesn't make any sense to me. Tampering with player welfare eh, because results are not going your way. I think it's, it's not one of the options that should be open to managers, uh, team managers, and administrators on how to uh, repair their loss and form. It doesn't feel good for the team because if you take a look at how Arsenal season is going, for example, in the English Premiership. Maybe the Arsenal players should not be collecting salaries at all. <laughs> it's just it's happening. These guys need this money, whether you like it or not. Their welfare is very important. There are other ways you can use to cycle these players up to get the results from them. So for me, it's not it's not a good thing to do, but in Nigeria, it looks like the normal thing to do. Uh, yeah, how is it going to affect the sort of the season opportunity if they don't get the results in the next two games? It's going to even get even worse for them. So for me, I don't like the decision, but uh, let's see how this United will come out of this crisis currently working there. Well, another team that was in the news, uh, for the wrong reasons now, uh, would be Atlant FC of Aweri. After that um, slim loss to Katana United um, on Monday, 
before the match on Sunday, they actually had issues with security um, traveling down to Casino State. And after the match, um, there were reports saying they could not pay uh, their hotel bills. Is this just um, that Atlanta, Atlanta um, FC of Oweri are in financial crisis? And uh, we've heard the stories from last season that they have financial issues. And coming to the season, we still have the same stories. Well, last season, yes, we had the financial crisis stories. At some point last season, I think that was also the same period they acquired some companies. And even the car for their general manager, if I'm not mistaken, uh, at that point, we thought maybe things were going well for them already. But now this season again, we hear a report. Yes, they came out to deny the rumors. But the fact that those stories came out, you know, sometimes happened, sometimes just fast. And I just asked myself, if Hasland had ended up winning that game when it was 2-1, would this story have come out? Would the issue of being able to pay a uh, hotel fee, would they have come out? I, I don't think so. So it's just a matter of who is holding the money for me. Because uh, the money is out there. It's just with somebody, and somebody is doing something. Basically, uh, it's not the kind of story you want to be getting coming up with like, a professional, professional, professional football league. It's not professional at all if that kind of story is coming out of the league. And we just hope that moving forward, Hartland uh, will separate themselves from such kind of um, drama. But this is not a professional radio station, as this is the MPFL Story Podcast. My name is Chris. Emeyonu, I'm the anchor of the podcast, and my guest is Bami Shebi Samuel, uh, who you can follow on Twitter at Sami underscore Bami. Am I right? Yeah, Sami underscore Bami. Well, there's a lot of statistics to watch out, uh, to talk about, uh, from much the one of the MPFL. Um, fantastic uh, statistics, uh, if you ask me. We had 19 goals scored on match day one of the MPFL. The only game that didn't see a goal was the one between Aqua United and Dakada FC where those strikers just decided to do what they are, what was on their own minds. Be playing the ball over the bar. <laughs> but then um, the other strikers were um, uh, answered to the call and um, scoring 19 goals. Yes, 17 goal scorers. Ruben um, Indigodemo scoring a brace as well as um, Bubaka Masali of Casino United uh, scoring a, a, a bra- uh, another brace. Uh, for um, himself and his team. Ruben plays for National United and they won their game by two goals to one. Let's take a talk about uh, some debutants that scored uh, goals uh, for their club on the first day uh, of wearing the jersey of your club. Ebenezer Dayemi uh, plays for your club, MFMFC. He got the goal in the seventh minute on his debut. Yeah, it's really impressive to see players getting goals on the debut because um, it's, a, it's a confident booster for these players, uh, Ebenezer or they get to the nod and they start for the first game in the championship for uh, MFMFC and getting that goal is definitely going to boost his confidence because going into the best game, he feel like he can do more and which is why in a uh, post-match interview he said um, he wants to be targeted to be the top scorer. So it's, it's quite a good start for him. I believe it's going to be vital for MFM going forward in the season. Well, while Ebenezer was scoring from MFMFC, uh, a player that MFMFC sold got a goal for his new club, Cry United. That's about Michael Lohanu. Uh, he scored um, the second goal, if I'm not mistaken, for Cry United in that he will win at Plateau United. And it's just good to see him. He, he, another player that got a goal on debut um, for Cry United as well will be Jide Fatokun. Uh, two players in Cry United on their debuts got the goals for them. Oh. They had the chances, you know, uh, when you are uh, playing your debut and you're thrown in, even from the start, to 
get uh, to go and do something, you get a lot of confidence from in your mind, and it's really good for them. When uh, MSNLC sold my hand, in fact, when MSNLC sold anything, particularly, I was trying to, I'm really very sad because just try to usually make a mark in um, MSN before the leave. So it's usually like, who's going to come next? Who's coming next? You know, they take a lot to Bosu and a couple of older players. But now you see Michael Honey, he's gone and he's gotten a good set. I'm really happy for him. It's a good start to the season for himself as well as a Patoko. Quite United, you really be hoping that this guy can keep firing on all cylinders in the course of the season. Well, the thing that has been fired from all cylinders from last season will be Samuel Kalu. He left um, FC Bayern, but um, in, the, in the transfer window, um, got about seven goals, if I'm not mistaken, six goals from FC Bayern, but last season. And already this season has got a goal for his new club, Casino United. I think uh, he will be a very instrumental player for Sensor United this season. Well, absolutely. No long talk about the man who, for somebody who did it last season to our next end. Uh, this season, he started already again on positive note. I think his uh, club will be looking forward to keeping him in a good fitness condition going forward in the season because uh, he's a key player. Somehow, he's going to be a key player for them going forward into the season. So, uh, I'm looking forward to him. I'm looking forward to see how many goals he's going to wrap up in the course of the season. If he can pick up about, about 10 goals in the season, I think it's a good season for him. Well, um, the, the oldest goal scorer in the LPFL uh, is the legend Lee Rabi Ali. Everybody knows that already, but the fastest, the fastest goal of the season, probably uh, if we were to see if another goal will be scored maybe in the first minute of the game. But the fastest goal for this season uh, is scored by Atlan SC's Bright Onyeh Dikachi in the second minute against Kashina United. Well, the strikers were getting those goals in, you think um, the goalkeepers uh, were not on duty on match day one, but about seven of them were actually on duty because there were seven goalkeepers which kept, who kept clean sheets on match day one. Then in the park will be Siotilas Afelokai, the River United goalkeeper, Lutamikaya de Eimba also got a clean sheet. Kwa United, Abdulatif Ishola got a clean sheet in that one. FC Fayon Baz, Sharp Uzo Igwe also got a clean sheet. Akwa United's Jin Efala also got a clean sheet. Thomas Omokuda also got a clean sheet. While Chigawa Golden Stars, David Ario also got a clean sheet for his club side. Seven goalkeepers getting clean sheets. And the rest of the clean sheet is already on. Last season was Sachi United's Chinedu Anozie who got um, the IS clean sheet winning the Golden Gloves, but already uh, we have seven goalkeepers on the list fighting for that glove. Yeah, seven goalkeepers. The race for the status sphere of hands in the league is already started. Uh, let's see which of these goalkeepers is going to be the more consistent side. Uh, I think another thing that we want you to look is not just the clean sheet. Because, uh, sometimes when I, when I look at how goalkeepers are rated, I feel it's not just clean sheet, but should be considered the number of saves. Uh, the number of balls that these players are exposed to also some important things to look forward to. But then, it's never sure of an patient is the best, the fastest way to determine uh, which goalkeeper looks like a locked up saw in the cut of the season. So let's see how that one goes. Uh, there are a lot of people to look forward to this season. Uh, it's going to be an interesting one. But before we round off on um, the um, review of the match they won, uh, three games were seen on TV. 
um, the mpfl.tv. If you have not got that app, actually uh, go on your Play Store, Google Play Store, you see it there, download it to watch um, live stream matches, MPFL matches live on match days. And um, also, it was also broadcast on the uh, NCA uh, network, uh, network service of the NCA as well. Um, how would you rate um, the three matches you saw on TV? Uh, I, I think it's a good step. Yeah, in about three or four years, that's the first time we're seeing matches live on TV. And I think it's a good step by the LMC to really bring these games on TV. And um, how would you just rate it um, on and all? Is this step in the right direction for the NCA for this season? Uh, I think seeing three games on TV just uh, reminded us about how the 2016 season started, the season when they were crowned champions. That was that arguably the best season ever in the Nigerian professional football. There's a lot of games on TV, night football, uh, United, and then there was just a lot of news, drama, and uh, that was the season that we saw um, the goal nominated for the BBC Goal of the Week. Uh, and, and there was just a lot of publicity. So, starting it again on this same kind of form, on this same kind of wavelength, the picture quality was good, and I was really impressed about it. I'll be the fact that sometimes there were some glitches, especially in the first game. You know, I know it's just a start, but I know going forward, it's going to get better. The commentary was amazing. Big shout out to the Marlowe team, as well as um, Babachide Guerrero. The presenting was great. It was top-notch. I just think it's a good start and it's a good step in the right direction. We have a long way to go in the season, but this one really promises to be entertaining. Well, the NFL president uh, already came out to say that uh, they're expected to make 18 billionaire from um, the live streams on the app. Do you think that's um, already something so fast for them to start looking out for? Um, is it just about the money? Is it just about the money for the NFL and the LMC, or is it just about promoting the league and make it get attraction, attention of sponsors, more fans to watch the league? Well, take it or leave it, um, Chris. Uh, you can't deal with one side without the other. So even in as much as they're trying to promote the league, you also need to look at the financial implications because you don't want to spend money when you're not going to make money. They're spending to make money. But my only problem with that statement is the fact that they say they're looking to make that money off the app. So, so maybe it's not just going to be uh, people paying subscriptions for the game. Maybe there's going to be some art and other means to make money. I want to believe that because if it's only people subscribing, well, the mind needs to give us a little breakdown. Let's see how they intend to make that much money from the app in the course of the year. Are we going to be paid every month? Are we going to be paid per game? You know, what's it going to look like? But for now, I just think they should focus on getting the pictures correct, getting everything set, and in this year there, they play the support. And I think there was an update yesterday, or early this morning, uh, that you can go back and watch a recap of the games now on um, the NPL the TV app. This is quite a good one, because I intend to go back and uh, see if I can get something from some of the other games. And it's interesting to see, let's see how, let's see how it goes. It's interesting to see how they make the money. Well, this um, is still the MPF Authority Podcast. My name is Chris Emeyanu. Um, you can follow me on social media, Instagram, Twitter, at ChrisBaba22KRIZBABA22. And my guest is Bami Shebi Samuel. You can follow him on Twitter. I'm not sure of his Instagram handle. If you want to see his handsome face, uh, but on Twitter, you can follow him on 
at um, Sami underscore Bami. S A M I underscore B A M I. So I. Mm, okay. Um, let's, let's talk about um, the week two fixtures of the MPF. Already there are some updates uh, regarding those fixtures. Uh, there will be two fixtures now. Um, Ayimba versus um, Kora United versus Ayimba has been postponed because Ayimba will be on the continent um, to, fa- to play the second leg Cup Champions League game against Helmerich. Don't forget, the first leg they lost by three goals to nothing. They tried uh, to see if they can get four unreplied goals in that game. As to give themselves a chance of qualifying for the group stages of the Cup Champions League. Um, maybe we'll talk about that before we go. Uh, as well, Rivers, um, Abia Wallace versus Rivers, Rivers United has been postponed. Uh, it's been moved to Saturday, I think, because of television schedule. Um, that's why the games will be played on Saturday, so we can view it um, on um, the TV and on the app. So that's the update from the week two games. But then, uh, so matches will still be going down and the interesting fixtures uh, that I'm seeing here, the two big ones be uh, between Canopilas and Casina United. Uh, that game always has uh, some kind of history with violence, uh, yes. especially when it is played at the Sonia Apache Stadium in Kano. And this time around, I'm not sure they're playing in Kano, I think they're playing in Kaduna, uh, but then yes. it will be a cracker to watch out because Canopilas is more or less like a wounded lion this time around after that one moon draw. Um, Kasla United, a boomer with confidence after the three-two victory over Ireland. How will you rate? Um, what should we expect from this game? Uh, expect a, a much better Kanopilas uh, side. Uh, watch out for Rabi Ali. Watch out for Anwalu Malam, uh, the, the young man who scored uh, about ten goals for them in fifteen appearances last season. He's going to be very critical in the course of the season for Kanopilas. I expect Kanopilas to pick up the victory in this game over Kasla United. Mm-hmm. But another game that uh, would draw attention will be the one between Rangers International and Aqua United. Uh, two coaches, fantastic coaches. Um, when you talk about the local football, um, Saluso Yusuf and Kennedy Bovoye, um, they'll go head to head at the Cathedral in Enugu for this game, match day two. And, um, they have fantastic players. Israel Abia scored 11 goals last season. Um, in the Frigate Athion scored 11 goals last season. Um, they also have some interesting players. I think those two to watch out for in that game. Uh, so it will be a very interesting game to watch, if you ask me, Sam. Absolutely. The Cathedral is one um, stadium in um, Nigeria that I'm really looking forward to going to watch the live match in the NPFO. Uh, oh, okay. Maybe, maybe I can host you. I'm probably I'm moving to Enugu very soon. Ah, yeah, that's going to be fantastic. Then I'm looking forward to that one. Uh, both sides are wounded sides at the moment. Aquarius and they could not pick up a victory at home. Uh, Rangers suffered so, so a defeat. So uh, going into this one, both sides will be looking to come out fiercely. It's going to be a fiercely encounter. Uh, I predict another draw in this game. Another draw. If if um if Aqua United strikers decide to fight the goal and uh, it's back of the net this time around, maybe Aqua United will be going on with three points uh, in this game. But another game to watch will be the war between Wicked Torres and Plachy United. Um Plachy United, like we all know, they are in trouble right now and they need to prove a point pretty soon. If not 
things will get worse for them. Rookie Soros has the support of the governor and recruited lots of players during the transfer window. He also needs to get a point in this game. If not, people must start asking for a, for his head in Boucher State. It's, a, it's going to be a very, very tough, uh, tough one. Both teams are in a difficult time at the moment, especially for Chief United. With all the drama surrounding the club and the, and the last loss to require United at home. Now they are away to Ricky Torres, the time also lost to Matarawa. Uh, both teams will be looking to you know, get the kind of results that kind of boost their seasons, their chances big season. And honestly, I'm, I'm glad somehow that fans are not going to be in the stadium for this one because if they were going to be in the stadium, I will be spending a little bit of violence in terms of uh, making decisions that do not go their way. So it's going to be a tough encounter. I do not have a prediction for this game. I do not have a prediction. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe you can have a prediction for this next game because uh, both teams actually look like teams in crisis. Having lost most of their key players from as a transfer window, talking about Sunshine Stars of Korea and FC Ifai Uba, um, the match will going down at the Accra Township Stadium in Ondo State. Bingo is not going to drop points twice in a row. At least not against FC Ifai Uba at this point in time. He's going to pick up his victory. Sunshine Stars are going to win that game. Anyhow, they're going to play. They're going to play. He's going to find a way. It's going to be a clean victory. 1-0-2-0. But um, let's see how that goes in our career. MFM FC will be on the road to Makodi. Um, they play uh, Lobby Stars away from home. Wolves, Wadi Wolves, that is. Uh, they um, they host Adama United and, and London Boso. And the last game to watch for match day two of the MPFL will be Atlant up against Nasarawa United. Let's see you talk about um, MFMFC because that's your club. Um, do you think you can get the results away from home? It's very difficult. Lobby have not started so well. Uh, they'll be looking to pick up the more points at home. For MFMFC, maybe they can go back to last season and reignite their. Uh, away from that they started with at the beginning of the season. So uh, I expect everything to be able to at least come up with a point so long as they start the game very well. No loss of concentration. I expect them to come up with at least a point in that game, even if not maximum victory, because Lobby Stars are going to be very dangerous in the upper Arkham Stadium in Macaulay game. Well, I left out a game, um, the one between Dakada and Jigar Golden Stars. I hope um, um, those in you won't come from my head because I left out a game <laughs> played as we played the next of champions. But Dakada uh, FC host um, Jigar Golden Stars as well. Let's let's leave the MPFL for a while. Let's talk about uh, those games that we played on the continent. Um, Liverpool United also Blue Fountain Celtics um, on the return leg. Um, Rivers. Have the edge, two nil, two away goals. I think uh, they are closing to the two stages of the Confederations Cup. Well, uh, Iimba actually have a huge task. They have a mountain to climb. Uh, I, I, I think I'll call the mountain Kilimanjaro right now because I don't see them actually climbing this mountain and successfully getting down of it. Uh, for Rivers United, there's no need for long term. They're going to the good stage of the cup of the season. They should even be defeated to defensive at home this time. But uh, yeah, oh, let's not forget that surprises can come at any time. Most of these clubs they have uh, given us some kind of surprising and disappointing result where we least expected. But I do not expect Stanley Guma side to throw away their key uh, new um, victory and senior advantage. They will be going to do the court. Ava, 
No, like you said, it's a mountain that I don't think you can climb. Four goals without Alvarez scoring one. No, I don't. I don't think so. Maybe we should uh, call Octopus Cole to come and do a prediction on this one. Octopus Cole play actually uh, made about how uh, many predictions now? Four predictions on yes. Twitter. Yeah. And he only got one yeah. right. You got one right. You got the last one right. The Rivers United it is, it is me that will kill the octopus last last. <laughs> you know, he's just that he's coming into form. Okay, let's wait and see how it goes. Well, uh, I think this is where we draw the curtains for the episode of the podcast. Uh, we talked about uh, the review of ma- matches on match day one and um, spoke about some statistics from uh, that match day. So, so I gave preview for match day two and also touched on the teams playing on the continent uh, later during the week. I hope uh, you have enjoyed every bit of what you heard on this episode of the podcast. Um, uh, very much thanks to all of our listeners uh, from last year. I hope you continue to listen to the podcast this year as well. And very much, much thank you to my guest, uh, B. Samuel. I actually troubled him a lot. Um, we're supposed to have done this yesterday. Uh, technical issues, let me put it that way, technical issues happened. <laughs> and it could not go down. <laughs> but today, he actually granted me another time. And I, I must say a very big thank you to you uh, for your time. Uh, thank you for having me on the podcast. It was nice to be here. Well, you can follow him on, t- on Twitter at Asami underscore Bami. And you can follow me on Twitter for MTFL Stories. Um, at Chris Babas twenty two K R I Z B A B two two. My name is Chris, and my guest has been Bam Shepi Samuel. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the podcast. Remember, COVID nineteen is still very much around. Keep yourself safe. Wash your hands regularly. If not, make sure you use hand sanitizers regularly um, to keep yourself safe. Till the next episode, uh, well, we will talk again. Um, remain safe and have have a great uh, new year. Happy New Year. Not said that to our listeners. Asami, you are bad people who yeah. Happy New Year. <laughs> happy New Year. Very happy New happy Year to yeah. so all of our listeners. I hope happy New Year will bring great change to you and your family wherever uh, they are. Thank you so much for listening and have a great time. Bye. I wanna wear it for real.